Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, I saw so I figured you'd play this. It was a horrible rendition by me earlier. It was not good. Horrendous. Horrendous. Um, you know, the more I think about the A.J. Brown thing, the more I'm getting annoyed. Now, again, admirable on a lot of fronts. Very admirable. But, you know, t- take this latest thing from the Marcus Hayes story today, where there's not one but two different players talking to Marcus Hayes, one of whom goes back to December, another of whom sounds like it's more recently. And, you know, one of the players is quoted as saying, again, it's anonymous. So John, this always gets in a dicey territory. It's anonymous, blah, blah, blah. But Marcus Hayes says that a player said to him, uh, when asked about if A.J. Brown's on-field conniptions and his two-week media blackout were affecting the team, an accomplished veteran player replied, here's the quote, I don't know about that, but I will say it doesn't help when they treat guys two different ways. Here's my point. A.J. Brown should recognize his teammates have a problem with the Eagles and their culture And it sounds like with him, or at least the way they treat him. So, you know, this this thing about A.J. Brown being ticked off at the media, you know, like, come on. Dude, that's your locker room. That's your locker room. Deal with it with your guys. Because, John, one thing that has been very apparent, there have been a lot of talk, 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 and a lot of it has been anonymous, okay? So don't get mad at me, A.J. Brown, as the media, okay? Enough of that nonsense. Your guys are talking. Maybe out of school, maybe not. A lot of guys on Own a football it. team. Own it, Joe. I mean, of course there is, are. Maybe this is news to AJ. I I hope that whatever, if this uh, you know caught him blindsided, I hope that he addresses it. Own I it. hope that he looks at this and says, "Hey, I can be better," I, because that's what he told us when when we talked to him. His role on this team is he's going to challenge guys. He's going to be an agitator if need be. And that's just his methodology. And I respect that. That's, that's great it, because clearly something's working. That, that must be uh, part of the, the equation. Well, it might be working for him, but it didn't work for the team. Uh, and the team fell apart. Well, A.J. Brown, whatever you've done to become one of the best players in the league, well, sure. keep it up. And, yeah. and, look, this is how you lead. There were things that didn't work. There were things that did this year. We have to regroup now, and it's time to figure out which, you know, which you're going to hang your hat on. And I, I think he probably has a good inkling, a good idea of what works and what doesn't. I don't know 
that the uh, coaching staff has a good idea of what worked and what didn't. I am worried about that part of this whole equation. When we're talking about moving forward, it does strike me as strange that uh, our plan was go get guys who can fix it. You know, like the coordinators. Yes. Yeah. The plan was, okay, Vic Fangio, we're going to bring you in. We're going to delegate this to you. And, you know, that's sort of what we've we've done here with the offensive uh, coach in in my head coach in mind, delegate to the defensive side. I feel comfortable with Vic Fangio being delegated to, hey, go run the defense. I'm one who saw Jim Johnson take that opportunity and run with it. And it was beautiful. Uh, Also, also had great players. Yes, he did. And we don't have those no, yet. Now, it's not out of the question that we would get some of those this year. It's maybe a bunch of those this year. Uh, I don't know. But on the offensive side of the ball, we've got a, an offensively-minded head coach who's now been, you know, man, he's had a rough go. <laughs> oh, you think? During his stay here. <laughs> uh, he was the offensive, the, the young, up-and-coming, offensively-minded head coach who was going to call the plays for us, and then that was – that became a thing of the past. And then it was the leader of men uh, with a hand in the <laughs> offensive side of things. And now that has become more, I'm going to focus maybe a little more on the defensive side and the offensive side, more balance, more the in-game decision-making. Uh, which he was, maybe which he was anyway. I mean, it was ri- ridiculous. He's, ridiculous. Been, he's been, no, it's not a good look. Uh, for for the players who are here now, for the players who will be arriving here, how do they perceive yeah. Nick Sirianni, and well, what is his role to the guys who are wearing numbers? Yeah, well, listen, I I hear you, John, on all that, and and again, I'm looking forward to this press conference today to hear what these guys say. Seltzer, what when when Howie is asked if he's asked, Howie, who has more power? And you're not allowed to use the word collaborative. Over the <laughs> offense. Nick's- I wish someone would say that. Yeah. Hey, Howie, I'm going to ask you a question. You're not allowed to say the word collapse. Yeah. That'd be okay. awesome. Seriously. Who, who yeah. has more power over the offense, Nick Sirianni or Kellen Moore? Man, Joe, that's a great one. Is Honestly, that a great no- question? Normally, I, know, I feel like I know exactly how they would answer it or what angle they're going to take. I honestly don't know because I, I do think they want the world to think that it's Kellen Moore's offense and he has yeah. final say and all that because Nick said it. In that press conference, well, I was he's saying, like, no, he's like, we're going to bring someone in to run the offense and call the plays. That's an exact quote. That's what he said. He did say, quote, run the offense. Run the offense, quote, unquote. So, like, uh, I think they want the world to think that Kellen Moore is the offensive guy. So, I think he would lean that way but would include Nick. It would really further neuter Sirianni if Howie says Kellen Moore is more in charge of the offense than Nick Sirianni. I don't think he is now after that last news conference. I mean, it. It yeah, but bad. to say what? No, one great, yeah. one great. All right, let's go to the phones on all these topics. Also, what Peter King said about Hertz last week, which was pretty notable. We'll get to that shortly. Mike in Horsham right now. Hi, Mike. Hello, morning crew. How are you guys doing? Doing well, Mike. Good. Uh, with all this talk of the town hall and AJ calling and all the other news, I'm so glad for today because I can't wait to hear what Howie has to say. Because yeah. he has a lot of work to do. Sure he has a lot of cap money, and there's free agents. But this isn't a one-year fix where you can sprinkle four or five guys in. We need eight, nine, or ten. I agree. And let me mention N'Kobe Dean, Nolan Smith, and Jordan Davis. I hope this isn't a trend 
because he can't draft on that side of the ball. And right now, we really don't have 11 NFL players to put on the field, which theoretically makes us the worst defensive team in the NFC East right now. That's that's ugly. He's got some work to do. Well, they were certainly the worst at the end of last year. doesn't mean they'll be the worst when this year starts because they will get new players. Mike, I agree with you. I think it'll take two years. Like, I'm struck by when the, Eagles, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 17, you know, guys like Roddy McLeod were acquired in 16, Brandon Brooks in 16, Carson Wentz in 16. I, I just find it unlikely, possible, but unlikely, that they'll get enough quality players in this offseason to make a run at the Super Bowl this year. But, look, we'll see. I hope I'm wrong. But I think it's going to take a little bit of extra time. Okay. Thank you. No, you're, you're um, welcome. As, as that is not necessarily real. true, and things turn around <laughs> in a hurry in the NFL. They do. Not you when don't you know. Need if, not if when you, you nail, need everybody, John. If you no, they nail, do. They can change If you nail a couple top picks. That's right. And you nail a couple free agents who are in here on prove-it deals. Yeah. That changes a lot. I mean, the Bengals were a, actually a four-win team that went to the Super Bowl yeah. the next year. Like, it can happen. But, to be oh, yes, fair, Joe yes. Burrow Joe tore Burrow his was great. Yeah. No, but, he tore his name. Why they were yeah. a four-win team. Yeah, that's true. We need a lot of guys. That's all I'm saying. Well, I agree with that. We do. Yeah. Um, but it's not impossible. Third, not impossible. My third wheel yeah. um, is, is very current and takes place uh, in your building. I'm taking Wechner off the board because he's the Yoda of producers. And every producer there at WIP has their own talents. But I got to go with James the Jackhammer <laughs> Seltzer as producer the Jackhammer. in that building. I'd rather call him a Jack Wagon, but if you want to go Jack <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> all right, Mike, good stuff. Seltzer, you got a compliment right there. How about right? that? How Write about that, that nickname down, Joe. Write it down, the Jackhammer. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> It doesn't sound – do I really have to write that down? No, you okay. don't. Hey, wait, hold, are you opposed to the jackhammer? It's, it's too strong. I mean, what do you mean? Yeah, you, <laughs> you would deserve it, John, as a fullback. It's I mean, too strong? Too strong, the jackhammer. Says the mean? butcher. Well, I mean, yeah, the commander and you know, uh, uh, all those good The things. intimidator, we're adding that one, right? The intimidator, I like that. <laughs> I like that, the intimidator. You think his, his name that was provided by someone else, not by Jimmy – is too strong sounding. Yeah, it's like it's good. too tough. I'll give it to him. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go to Scott and King of Prussia. Hi, Scott. Morning, team. So, so when I hear jackhammer and hammer, I just think of a jackhammer smashing a hammer. Well, that's part of my. Is that's that part what? of the problem. Yeah. I think so. I think I think the jackhammer is way stronger. It is. Much, it's more imposing. Much, yeah. well, that's it's a why, more imposing implement. That's why I'm. A, that's why I'm it offended. I know. I know. That's the great thing about it. I mean, after after all here, man, I mean, Jackhammer! doesn't like to be, you know, shown up now. The Jackhammer, ladies and gentlemen, James Seltzer, the Jackhammer has taken out the hammer. I love it. I love it. You might have right. won drop of the week. I see, uh, I, I see I'm James pulling it as we speak. already yeah. moving to pull that audio. Yeah. I right. love it. I love it. All right. All right. As you guys know, the greatest thing about football season, what is it, Joe? The games. No, it's over, and it's baseball season. No. That's the greatest thing. So well, let's, let's quickly do a few baseball facts to get everybody ready for the season, okay, real fast. Okay. Mike Schmidt, highest recorded salary in 1977 at $500,000. Number two, uh, baseball consists of 108 double stitches. Number three, 
player to play for the most Major League Baseball teams, Edwin Jackson, 14 different Major League Baseball teams. Wow. And last random fact for the day, Dave Winfield was warming up in a game in Toronto in 1983. He threw a ball to another outfielder, which killed a seagull. The next day, he was arrested for cruelty to animals. <laughs> and I have Scott. one question for you, Joe. Wow. One, one random question. Here yeah. we go. Fastest player to reach 500 home runs in baseball history. Who is it? Now, I need to ask a question just for a point of clarity. You're not saying by yep. age. Are you saying by games played or age? By age. So the youngest player. You're saying the youngest player to reach Correct. 500. Okay. Correct. Not the first to ever do it. Could have also been that. No, the oh, youngest. Could have been that. Youngest. Okay, hold Thank on. You. The youngest. Now, let me think here. Joe's really. Wow, this is not your right. area of, Hold on. of strength, is it? Well, okay. you're not feeling good. Hold on. Like, I can't think if you're talking. The good. youngest player, <laughs> the youngest yes, player, is struggling, Scott, to reach 500 home is, runs. Uh huh. The jackhammer would have it by now. Okay, hang on. <laughs> it looks hang... like the jackhammer might have it. All he right. looks very confident. I, back I don't there. know. Right. I would have a guess, but on. I don't know. I'm going to go. Jackhammer, right. give me the answer. I'm going to go with Mel Ott. Mel Ott, what a deep Mel guy. Ott is incorrect. Damn. Let's go to the jackhammer. <laughs> I would guess Mickey Mantle. Jackhammer. Mickey Mantle. Correct. Is it really Mickey Mantle? Uh, actually, was he was brought up on the show earlier today, and I, it is A-Rod. Oh, A-Rod. I almost went A-Rod, too, yeah. because it was brought up. I gave him that close. You know, that's true because he was up early. Yeah, I, I should have said yeah. that, actually. All right, Scott, you've bested. I thought you would. Well, I, you know, I just. I figured Mel Ott would be a more impressive answer, so I went with a rando, you know? <laughs> 511 career home runs for Mel Ott. Well, that worried me. That did, But I, I was my, I got a little haughty there. I was flying too close to the sun. My point was, if I got something right where most people never heard of the guy, that would be ultra impressive. He's definitely the most unheard of 500. So you were yeah. trying Harmon to run up for the there, end zone but... before you caught the ball. Yeah, I was trying to hit a grand slam. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, give me, give me a great third. Who do you have? Uh, more cowbell, more, more jackhammer. Um, sorry, no. Uh, that's third is Babe Ruth, number three. Babe Ruth. Oh, I've been waiting for him to be said all show. All right, let's listen to Peter King. He said a lot last week. He, by the way, he announced his retirement yesterday. John, maybe we sent him into retirement when he was on our show on Friday. Like, was that it? I don't think so. Pete King had enough. Like, I think he's like, yeah, this is it, guys. All right, dealt I'm, with us. I'm done. There's, I can't Did do this we do anymore. Something wrong. Boy, I got to tell you, his name really, if you say Pete King, you have no idea you're talking about Peter King. Like, yeah, I read Pete King's column. Man, that just doesn't sound right at all. Pete King. You're right. Pete King. That's a good call. Yeah, I was was watching uh, NBC and Pete King was on the screen. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work. All right. He was on our program last week. I asked him a question about the Eagles and culture, and he pivoted to a declaration about Jalen Hurts. Listen to what Peter King said. Does the Eagles organization, based on November, December, January, February, do they have a culture problem right now? What do you know? What do you think? Well, okay, so since the end of the season, I've not talked to Nick Sirianni, not not talked to Howie Roseman, not talked to anybody, really, uh, in the organization. I'm going to just tell you what I think. What I think is that this year to Jalen Hurts was an absolute total wake-up call. If he doesn't view it as that, if he comes back as the same sort of aloof guy that he was, especially toward the end of this season, well, then he hasn't learned a lot. 
And part of playing quarterback is to basically lift the rest of your team as well. Hmm. And I think that's one thing that has to change this offseason. Now listen, maybe A.J. Brown would object to this, right? Maybe. He might say, how does Peter King know? What does he know? There are a lot of people all saying the same thing. I mean, let's face facts. There's a lot of different people locally and nationally saying the same thing. John followed up to Peter King with a question specifically about Hurts. Let's listen to this. Jalen Hurts was called the most overrated player in the league recently. Uh, how overrated is he, and, and how differently do you feel about Jalen right now compared to last year at this time? Or, or was he? Or was he? How overrated well, was he? A year ago at this time, I would have said that other than Patrick Mahomes, he's the best quarterback in football. Uh, I said it. I wrote it. I, felt I had no qualms about it. All right, so that's Peter King's starting point with where he was at a year ago. Now let's get to as he continues on. Who would have said anything other than Jalen Hurts is a top X, two, mm-hmm. four, five, seven quarterback in the NFL? Oh, he took a step back this year, a major step back, particularly down the stretch. And I think it's not just him as a player. I think it's him as as a leader. I think he has to be better at both and this offseason has to be about that with Jalen Hurts. Look, the good news is this is a correctable situation. The bad news is it sounds like it is a situation. Peter King continued. The other thing is listen, there's a lot of things that come your way when you're a great quarterback in the NFL. A lot of opportunities to do things and in my opinion I think Jalen Hurts grew up wanting to be an absolutely great NFL quarterback. This is the way I would look at it right now. Okay? You've, you've, you've had a taste of that. And you've had a taste of being America's darling. You know, I turned on uh, uh, Abbott Elementary the other night, and he's a guest on Abbott Elementary. There is nothing wrong with dealing with the fruits and enjoying the fruits of your labor. But right now, if I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm telling my agent, I'm telling Nick Sirianni, I'm interested in doing nothing this year other than playing football and being a great quarterback. I make a jillion dollars. Now I'm going to go out and earn it. All right, that's Peter King last week. John, what's your perspective hearing him say all of that? Wow. I mean, I I feel as though Peter King left us with such a gem as he rides off into the sunset. <laughs> I I, honestly, I that, that is a poignant statement. And I hope Jalen listens like this. This really would serve him well. And I expect him to to dig deep and, and do better and, and be ready and more prepared. And it was a massive wake up call. But the fact that Peter King put it this way, the fact that he's brought attention to it this way, I uh, I appreciate it. So what AJ Br- done it in such a concise way. James, would AJ Brown think Peter King's making it up? Uh, maybe. Or if nothing else, he would say, "Don't talk about it" or something. I, a series, I, I like. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, like I just think that I think it's unavoidable to expect, or it's it's crazy to not expect the quarterback of a franchise to do more from a leadership perspective, to always do more, to never be good enough, to always be trying to be better at it. I don't think it's like a an unfair thing to point out or to talk about. Like, it is part of why you get paid $250 <laughs> yeah, million. Dollars. You know what's You're so the tricky? leader of the freaking team. That's right. You know what's so tricky with all of this? 
you've got a guy across the country in Russell Wilson who has been blamed by teammates in the past for being inauthentic. Even when he was great. Yeah. Yeah. And he uh, and he was great. This is a he word was. that AJ Brown brought up when, you know, he called in to WIP. I, I don't want him to try to do that because then that would be inauthentic. He needs to be who he is. You know, Russell Wilson, you could say he is being who he is when he's the rah rah cheerleader guy who does seem a little bit over the top. Some guys take offense to that sort of thing. Yeah. It's the opposite end of the spectrum from Jalen Hurts. Think about it. That's a rah-rah guy. It seems insincere. Jalen Hurts is a little more introverted to himself, wants to lead more by example. It really is damned if you do, damned right. if you don't. It's, you, you got, like, this is a scale. Like, but these guys are on opposite ends of this scale. And right now, Russell Wilson doesn't have job security well, for he's, next year. Well, he's no good anymore. And, uh, old, you know, we're old. trying to figure out. Well, apparently out there are other issues with him, too, with uh, his own office and the whole stuff. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Like that, yeah. you know, there's a lot But going But on when there. he was great, he people was great. dealt with him, yeah. and he yeah. was great. People, they got rid of defenders because of him. Yeah. They broke up that defense. Great defenders. Yeah, like the, one of the, he, the best defenses of our lifetime, one of them. He's going to be a starter somewhere in this league this year. I, I don't think. know. He's starting to play with fire with his career. Well, it could be we'll over see. soon. It's, it's this year. Most likely you know, John, his last you, opportunity, you know, and then if he makes good on it, sure. who knows? We'll see. You know what? I'm but s- it, it is fascinating to see opposite ends of the spectrum well, displayed right before our very eyes here. Uh, which would you rather have? Like, I, I don't know. I do. I when I have seen the fake Russell Wilson, or when I've read about it described, you know, a guy who, you know, the over the top, rah rah, right. let's go Seahawks, like. That doesn't seem like it's what we need here. Like that doesn't. That sounds like it would fall flat. These are smart players. They don't need someone doing all that. Well, it sounds like the Eagles are asking Hertz to do more. I mean, you know, they're asking him to do more. Yeah, you can be vocal, but it's a fine line. Yeah, you can be vocal without being rah rah. Like you can still be like talk to your teammates on the sideline, be involved. I know I'm not saying he never does it. I know we just see it, but. You could still be more vocal, more involved, while still can, can, can being just, authentic. Let me just say something to me. It's the damn most ironic thing in Philly sports. And I don't know if irony is the right word, but it's weird. At the same time, the Eagles want their quarterback to be more vocal and their head coach to be less vocal. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Like they're telling the coach, all right, you know, we don't know that they're telling the coach, but 
Jeff and Howie better be telling the coach, well, you know, wide receiver, knock off some of the be nonsense. Less vocal. Knock off. I'm, no, but I'm saying, like, you know, coach, look, be less vocal. They, they lost to Kansas City in a Super Bowl. They beat him in a regular season game. He stomps off the field. You know, take that, Chiefs fans. And then the Chiefs win the Super Bowl two months later. He looks ridiculous. Don't you remember? It wasn't it in the Super Bowl where Jalen actually had to tell him yes. to pipe down. Yes. So, you yes. know, Jalen is probably a little bit more mature. But, yeah, they just want him to, to like, seem like you're more involved with your team. Not Alanis young. Morissette would be proud. It's very <laughs> ironic. Isn't, isn't it ironic? Isn't it ironic? <laughs> don't you think? All right, let's go to the phones. Let's talk life advice with the hammer coming up shortly. John in Philadelphia right now. Hi, John. Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing well, John. Good. Joe, I think you're wrong about Shane. Uh, oh, indications, oh he's not dead. Are, all indications are that he's dead riding away because he can't respond. He doesn't respond to the little boy because he can't. Well, I will go back and, and check the book out tonight. My recollection of Shane is – he is looking to put it behind him, and he's he's dusting the situation to so he ride just off. Blows the little boy off. Yeah, it's time to leave. It's time to put that the kid that sitting whole there. Shane, him. too bad. Come back, Shane, and he just, just doesn't even respond. He doesn't Seltzer, say anything. Seltzer, an eight man out. When, when the kid wants shoeless, shoeless Joe, like shoeless Joe's got to move on. Everyone moves on, you know. Like look at Richie with autographs. I saw a little kid come up to John for an <laughs> oh, autograph yeah, yesterday. Yeah. John, you should have seen the way Richie just. He, he's like, kid, get out of my face. Right. It's not true, John. <laughs> I don't believe it. No, no, no one does. Don't believe it. No, there's no reason to believe that. No. So uh, I got a point as far as, uh, you know, the Eagle. if any of these reports are true for Marcus Hayes or anybody, we can, also, we can absolutely see why this team fractured and fell apart during the end because accountability is accountability for all. You're a team. So right. if, you're not holding, if you're not holding the players that are making the most money accountable for their plays, for their play, and you're holding the lesser ones, I could see where a fraction would, would occur. And it's the same thing with you guys. If John says something on the air that he's not supposed to be saying and he gets reprimanded for it, and Joe, you say the same thing, and nobody says anything to you, yeah. of course there's going to be some dissension and some hard feelings. So I'm no interested question. really to see I'm interested really to see what you know what Howie and, and Nick are going to say today. I mean, because, like I said, if any of these reports have an inkling of truth, I think we can understand why the season went the way it did. So, I agree. And I'll say this, though, John. I agree with you, but I also think it's only a fraction of what went wrong because what also went wrong was their offense became too predictable and their defensive personnel became lousy. I mean, there's three now, diff- three totally separate issues. Culture, offensive scheme, and horrendous, horrendous defensive personnel. Now, did the, did the offense become predictable because Brian Johnson was afraid to approach Jalen Hurst to change it? Maybe. Maybe. That's a, it's a, fair, it's a fair possibility. John, great call so, here, my man. Give me an answer for a notable third. A notable third is going to be probably the most notable third in Philadelphia sports history, and that's third time's a charm, Eagles Super Bowl victory. Wow, look Ooh. at that. Wow, that's a great answer. Super Bowl 52, third, third try at it. I like that answer a lot. So the Bears are 1-3 in, in the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, by the way, the only team in the NFL to be 1-3 in, in a Super Bowl. I saw that the other day. It's one of the most random things I've ever seen, but – there's all these different, you know, this team's going 6-2 and two and 0-1 and 1-0. And, and, oh and, and who are the well, teams? I mean, there are two teams that have played in more than one Super Bowl and are both undefeated. There are two 2-0 two yeah, hold on. Two, wanna, I know. No, no. Two 2-0 two, two and o teams. There are two 2-0 two and o teams. John, let's put those thinking caps on. Two Baltimore Ravens. Correct. Nicely done. That is one of the two. 2-0 two and o in the Super Bowl. Ooh. The Ravens are just, they keep, oh. 
going to the forefront and not stop stalling, John. I know. Look at him. I mean, <laughs> and he talks, and it, it disables my ability to think. Uh, the other two and O team. That's good job. Um, we shouldn't have silence on the radio. So. I don't know who. who the did heck? the Seahawks? It happened lose? recently. The second one. Yeah, they did lose. I don't know. The Bucks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, that freaking franchise! I know, I know. God, I know. do I hate that? It's annoying. I really, 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 really hate that. All right, let's do. Uh, we typically do it on Thursdays, but moving it up this week. A little life advice with the hammer. All right, Southsy, what does someone need help with here today? Questions from Facebook, Twitter, and the text line or scenarios of what someone needs help with. James, what does someone need a little little addressing in their yeah, life? Yeah, this about? one, I, you're going to have to work today. I don't, I don't, oh, I wouldn't know. This is a, is a tough spot that Greg in Cherry Hill is in. Are you ready to go? Yeah, this Greg, is... here's my advice. Next time, don't put me in a tough spot. <laughs> All, All right. right. Dear Hammer, I work in, mar- in marketing, and I recently pitched a great ad campaign to a coworker and friend of mine. I later found out this coworker took my pitch and ran with it as his own idea. My boss and coworkers thought it was a great idea, but obviously I've gotten no credit at all for it. Obviously, I want the credit since that leads to more opportunities and successful jobs, but I also don't want to seem like sour grapes where I'm trying to steal the credit after it's already happened. How do I both get the credit I deserve but not alienate myself from my coworker? Well, this is a tough spot for you, but I think I have a pretty clear solution. Number one, you're no longer friends with this coworker. Without a doubt. Okay? That's number one. And number two, you got to suck up the fact you're not going to get the credit you deserve. You don't, go, you don't go to the boss and say, it was actually me. You, you might address that down the line if circumstances sort of lend themselves to the other person's status at the company being in question. And you say, hey, by the way, he did me real dirty, you know, 18 months ago. But if you just do that on your own right now, you put yourself at professional risk because the boss won't even know who to believe. And the whole thing just sounds so ridiculous. And now it sounds like I, if I'm the boss of these two guys, well, now I got two guys that aren't getting along. I don't want to deal with that as a boss. So, unfortunately, you're going to have to, in my opinion, best course of action, suck it up. Not get the credit. It stinks. I get it, my man. It stinks. But it's better than causing additional problems that can boomerang back on you in a negative way. Suck up not getting the credit, but know this. You and this guy, not friends anymore. And you know now who not to talk to the next time you have an idea. And final thing I'll say, you look forward to the day when you no longer work for that guy. It's not your company's fault you're not getting the credit. They don't know any better. Suck it up. Deal with it. But no, this guy's not your dude. I think a lot of that was pretty good. Couldn't you talk to the guy? It was pretty good. No, you the could, guy but he's took not your trustworthy. idea. No way. Well, the guy took your idea and ran with it. You want to talk to him? I like you want you're to, just going to leave that it forever do that? with I'm that done, guy. I'm done with that dude. You said you're done with him, I'm so done. you don't even talk to him anymore. Then what's the point? I, I I don't know. I would want some closure there. Like you I could. would want to talk to him. Like you dude, could. why? Like I, please explain to me why that idea that we talked about. You you took that. So it's a fair John, it's a fair point you bring it up. I don't understand. Like maybe there's something more to it. Maybe my my point is I just write this guy off so there's nothing that he says that's going to change the equation in my mind. This guy did me dirty. I, I don't I don't need an explanation. I'm done. That's the way I would look at it. If it's as clear as the guy's alluding to in the story. All right. And that is life advice with the hammer. That's a complicated one, but that's good. That's nice work. I, mean, I think Greg? I think you equipped Greg 
with something. I think you did good today. Thank Joe. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's get to today's uh, seltzer. I know you've got in there. We're all kind of surprised. Like, you're, you're glossing over Yeah, we're this, normally, like, like trying to find ways to, to correct, correct like, that it. That was kind of good. Yeah. I'm, I'm Barry Sanders. It might have been a helpful advice session. Flip the ball to the ref. I got it. I got it. Oh, that's like, that's, that, it's one of, I don't know, a uh, handful uh, of moments that wow, you actually had, like, a glint of human understanding of <laughs> like, interaction and social propriety. Like, oh, it was really nice. Oh, my God. Well, thank you. You weren't John. like a robot there. Thank you, buddy. Just, just a fleeting moment. <laughs> Twitter poll is brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. Routine maintenance to major repairs. Armin Chevrolet's service team is there to help. Certified service. Visit ArminChevy.com. All right, today's poll, uh, poll question. Do you expect to feel better, uh, worse, or the same about the Eagles after Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni speak later today? So they're going to speak publicly, press conference later on today. It's in Indianapolis. Uh, do you expect, when all is said and done, that you will feel a better, b worse, or c the same? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Certainly, you can weigh in on the phone lines as well at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. You know, John, the Sixers are also back in action tonight. They play the Celtics. So tell me if this yeah. is a win for the Sixers. They don't lose by eighteen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, God, they, that's tough. They just get. I think their doors blown off <laughs> by then, every team. It but, seems but, like they no, play these 18 days. Eighteen seems like an awful Except lot. Except for that one for random win Sixers last week. Team. No, I think I think they'll be able to get it closer. They no, might I mean, be able to get it within uh, single digits. Look, you know, by but 18. they won't. It won't be close. You know, like I was we, exaggerating. Yeah, I know. The Celtics—they've got the best. Uh, they're the best record in the East. Uh, best they, in the East. And we are nowhere close and just trying to stay afloat. I do think that once Joel gets back, we're good to go. But, man, it's going to be a challenge getting there. It's going to be a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's so far from competitive. Well, that's right what now. I'm struck by right now. The thing is, what I am most struck by with the Sixers right now is, is how horrendous they look without Joel. Like, it's one thing to fall off. It's another thing to look horrendous. Yeah. I mean, I remember like when AI would get in. James, you'll remember this in 01. AI would he'd miss his games. He'd be injured. And Aaron McKee would step in there at shooting guard. And, like, they did their thing. They fought. They fought. They freaking fought. This team loses the big guy, and he's amazing. I mean, there is no other way around it. He's an incredible player. But, I mean, this is like if they had to play the whole season without Joel, they look like a 28-win team. Yeah, they're a lottery team. Yeah, they're – Yes. I know. Squarely. Yeah. Like not yeah. like not, not not like fourteen. Right. Like they're like seven or eight or something. Yeah, like they're that. A, they're a bad basketball team. Without you well, they're a bad basketball team. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.